Welcome back to Real Talk with Rajan when nothing's off limits. You could have been anywhere in the world, but you are here with me and I appreciate that. Now here on Real Talk with Rajan, everything's debatable. So on any given week, we could be discussing anything from sports to music to politics. You name it, we'll discuss it. Now, as you guys know, those are returning viewers of Real Talk with Rajan. You know that one of the goals of Real Talk with Rajan is to shine a light on the great things that are happening right here in the low country. We talk about all the negative things that happen around here. We'll talk about all the great things that happen everywhere else. But I'm telling you that right here in the low country, we have people making a difference day by day, making strides to make the world a better place for them, themselves, their families, and the larger community. And tonight is no different. I have my good homeboy, my good homeboy, Andrew Burnell. Thank you, you so much for joining us. Yes, yes, yes. So please, for those who don't know me, please introduce yourself to the audience. Okay. Uh, well, I am Andrew Burnell. Um, I am a, a coach, uh, a writer. Uh, former performer, uh, husband, uh, yeah, man, a business owner. You know, I'm just kind of, kind of like a everyman type kind of deal. All right. right, yeah. So knowing you a little yeah. bit, like I do, you're a little bit more than just an everyman. So we're gonna, we're gonna <laughs> dig. We're gonna I dig. consider myself an everyman. Like, <laughs> we're, we're gonna dig. All right. So, for, so let's start from the beginning. Where are you from? Where are you originally from? Where am I originally from? Um, I mean, I was born in like West Ashley. Okay. Right. I was born in like the West Ashley. Uh, I grew up in the Johns James Island area. Uh, spent a little bit of time in Wamala when I was a kid. Okay. Um, and then I moved to North Charleston, and then from North Charleston, I moved to Goose Creek, where I spent my formative like high school years okay. in Goose Creek. Uh, after Goose Creek, man, kind of stumbled around uh, and ended up ended up traveling uh, all across America. Mm -hmm. um, and what were you doing when you were traveling? The first or the second time? <laughs> Well, the first time, the first time I was homeless. Okay. Yeah. So the first time I was homeless, I found myself homeless, and I ended up traveling, basically hitchhiking across America mm -hmm. for like, yeah, long time. Um, and then the second time I was uh, on tour with the circus. Wow. You're yeah. on tour with the circus. Yeah. So okay. So what were you doing with the circus? Because see, I know, but they don't know. So <laughs> All right. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to trying to introduce you to the people. Yeah, I was an acrobat. Was an acrobat? Yeah, I was an acrobat okay. uh, with the circus. Okay. So how did you get into being an acrobat? So uh, I grew up uh, just like any other young kid in the hood, uh, flipping off stuff, you know okay. what I'm saying, you know, and, uh, you know, just as I got better and better, I uh, found myself, um, when I was younger than my teen years, uh, doing uh, gymnastics at different little local gyms, you mm -hmm. know, whenever I could afford it, you okay. know, and, um, you know, I got, I ended up getting, getting really good, um, and what ended up happening was after I fell out of gymnastics uh, in my young adult year, uh, in my young adult years, I ended up uh, going to a bunch of different auditions and stuff like that, okay. uh, you know, with dancers and, you know, some of my good friends were dancers, so we would go to different auditions. And yeah, one audition, uh, it just so happened to be uh, an audition for the circus. And so I auditioned and I, I made it on. And uh, yeah, I traveled with the circus for about a year. Wow. See, that's dope. See, I didn't know you traveled with the circus. Yeah. I didn't even travel, but I didn't know it was with the circus. Yeah, yeah. No, so, I was... so tell, us about the, tell us about the circus. Like, give, give me your best circus story. <laughs> uh, well... I mean, it was pretty normal. I mean, it was a pretty normal gig. Like a lot of people think, like it was really like weird or whatever like that. But no, it was pretty normal. I um, I worked six days a week. I worked six days a week, so I was working Monday through Saturday. Uh, Sunday was my day off. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, man, I would get up in the morning. I would train with my with my troop. I would I would go over our lines, and then we would do a show uh, a little after midday. Mm -hmm. We would do a show at night. Um, so did that. 
Saturday was our day to kind of go over new lines and okay. go over new things. And then Sunday was our day of rest. But because I was a low man on totem pole, I usually had to like clean up like, you know, this like the elephant poop. Yeah. Uh... Yeah. <laughs> so that's what I spent my Sundays doing. So it was it was hard, but I learned a lot. Um, came back to Charleston, and when I came back to Charleston, I started working at different gyms, teaching and coaching at mm-hmm. gymnastics and in the dance world. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so that was that was it. So I don't really have like a funny story of like being in the circus because okay. that was pretty just get up, work, go to sleep, work. Okay. But yeah, I have a, like a funny story before that. Okay, go for it. Oh yeah, just yeah, sure. All right. <laughs> Who's having the conversation, man? So. Uh, well, one time in particular, I remember that I went to, uh, I don't know if you remember it, but it was like 10 years ago. Okay. Um, uh, wow, what's it called? What's it called? What's it called? The Cirque du Soleil. Uh-huh. When they did the Michael Jackson tribute. Yep. Do you remember that? Mm-hmm. So they did the Michael Jackson tribute, I think that or whatever mm-hmm. like that. So they were holding auditions in Florida. And I remember like driving my little, I had like a little beat up Hyundai Tiburon, like, you know, it, oh my God, it guzzled gas mm-hmm. and it like would stop suddenly violently enough like just anywhere we want to right and so i ended up like cart my little car down there to jacksonville florida um and when i got there i ended up like bombing completely at the uh at the audition oh wow yeah because i thought we were like gonna be on mats and like trampolines and like we get there and it's just like they're like take us out to like a concrete like pavement and they're like yeah flip show us what you got and i was like but i see the trampolines over there (laughs) Can we use the can we use the channel? They're like, nope. And uh, yeah, man, I was like number one eighty two, and they only had spots for like fifty people, and it was like, oh wow, yeah, I did make that one. So you had to drive back. That's funny. So you said you 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 toured with the circus for a year. Yeah, about a year is some change. Was it like a big name circus or was like a smaller circus? Universal Circus. You you Universal Circus. Yeah, cool. So so wasn't like Carlton Banks was was with that. Carlton Banks? Carlton Banks wasn't like the uh, not um Service of the Stars. Yeah. I'm thinking Service of the Stars. Yeah, that because <laughs> Alfonso Rivera was on um Service yeah. of the Stars. Yeah. yeah, no, that's different. All right. So yeah. how you like to be on a universal circuit? It was good. It was good. I had an amazing time. I mean right. uh, I don't really have any bad memories from it. I mean I think the only Do you ever miss it? Yeah, I miss traveling. Mm. I miss traveling. I'm I miss traveling specifically because when you come from a small town like I do, like Goose Creek. Mm-hmm. And you know when I I remember specifically coming back and when I came back it was like God dang y'all boys still doing the same thing Oh wow yeah yeah, yeah. so it was yeah, that it was yeah, like yeah. you know you go out you see all these things mm-hmm. and then you come back and like you know the same girls getting pregnant the oh. same dudes still selling drugs <laughs> you know like you, I literally know somebody right now who's still living with his mama still trying to get his rap you are potting right now that's right right like but i mean it was real like <laughs> it was like i like went out did all this stuff and then i come back and he like yo you want to listen to my mixtape bro i get a job that's funny. Like, <laughs> so yeah yeah wow so all right so you went off joined the circus yeah came back from you literally it, joined the circus yeah i literally like ran away and joined the circus so you were in the circus you came back yeah and then what? What are you teaching? Uh, started, started teaching gymnastics. Something. Yeah, so I was I was I was teaching gymnastics. Um, I was teaching gymnastics and kind of doing my thing. And I was teaching at different uh, dance studios as well. So I was teaching at a local gym, um, and then I was teaching also at a dance studio. And uh, yeah, and it was kind of like at the same time, I was also like taking personal training clients. Okay. And it just so happened. One of my clients that I got was a guy by the name of Jamal Tisdale. Okay. So if you know him, Jamal Tisdale, amazing guy. And so me and him had known one another in high school, and he was a dancer. Okay. And um, so I'm uh, working at one dance studio, and it's like late one night, like 
eight o'clock, mm-hmm. nine o'clock at night, and we both just got done teaching, so we're sitting there talking because we were training together, and we had this like really great setup where we would like get up in the morning, go run four or five miles, mm-hmm. and then go eat at Waffle House every day. Mm-hmm. And uh, one day he basically was just like, "Man, you know, it's been like four months since you got off that tour bus," and I was like, "Yep." Yeah. And he's like, "You ever miss performing?" I was like, "Hell yeah!" You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? He's like, "You want to perform?" And I was like, "Yeah." And so we ended up starting our own performance company, Daft Concept. Okay. All right. Yeah. So tell us more about, about Daft Concept. So Daft Concept, Daft Concept was this idea that we had where we wanted to get the best people out of all their fields. So mm-hmm. we wanted to get like the best acrobats, the best dancers, the best performers, and we wanted to shove them all together and make them play nice. Okay. And I mean, we made big, we made big noise, we made big waves for a little okay. while. And right. It was, it was one of the better experiences of my life. Um, and I'm happy to say that most of the people who were in Daft Concept, most of the people like 90 percent of people are to this day working oh wow and and doing well like that was one of that concepts big thing was i always had the idea like the show is going to be over at some mm-hmm. point so let's make in ways so that when we're done performing we can all go forward and do our own thing and right. you know work and right. so yeah I'm, I'm proud to say that most people came from daft concept they they're working they're to the working. they're still teaching that's and dope. still still rocking that's dope mm-hmm. so so you started that concept yep did personal training yeah and now what do you do uh, so right now I'm a personal trainer. Mm-hmm. Uh, with uh, I have my own company, Rebound Personal Training Services. Uh, I work at several gyms uh, around here: Goose Creek Gymnastics, uh, Rockstar Cheerleading, United We Dance, and uh, my wife. She owns a studio, Somerville Dance Academy. Okay. She's the director of Somerville Dance Academy. All right, shout out to Somerville Dance Academy. Shout out, shout, shout out, yeah, shout out to Somerville Dance Academy. Hey, that's the dance studio you need to be at. <laughs> okay. All right. um, so I work at several different places, teaching acro, uh, strength and conditioning, and uh, gymnastics. All right. So. What do you like about teaching acrobatics? Um, well, tumbling saved my life. Okay. So for me, when I am teaching tumbling, it's it's a it's a I don't want to say spiritual thing, but tumbling is a really emotional thing for me yeah. because you know here I was I was a young black kid in the hood. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like nobody believed in me. Nobody thought I was going anywhere. Like you know principals in school you know would tell me yo you should just drop out because you're never going to be anything but wow. a drug dealer or a baby daddy or anything like that mm-hmm. and i just kept tumbling kept flying my trade and kept training and keep, you know kept going and now i live in a really amazing life mm-hmm. because of that you yeah. know what i'm yeah. saying um i'm able to live the life that i want to live mm-hmm. due to the strength of my tumbling wow that was just amazing wow what do people most misunderstand about tumbling uh that it's easy and that it's well it's, it's different it's different so if you come from the dance world one of the main things that they misunderstand about tumbling is that tumbling is like dance uh-huh. where you can go into a room learn a few steps mm-hmm. and you tumbling will just now, happen now you're just, do, now you're now just, you're just doing it uh-huh. if you come from the cheer world one of the things that people most misunderstand about tumbling is that tumbling is about tumbling okay. they don't understand like there's work that goes into okay. it right. so when you're like yeah just because you can pull that flip you still have to learn the fundamentals and you still have to, you know, do this and you still have to get stronger. And you still have, yeah, you have to run. They don't understand the work behind it. They just right. think that it's mostly just flipping. Okay. Um, so I think altogether the thing that people misunderstand about tumbling altogether is that it's easy mm-hmm. or it should be easier, but it's like, it's hard. Yeah. It's hard to tumble, yeah. you know, and it's not supposed to be easy. Okay. Mm-hmm. So 
you're a black man. I'm a black man who does acrobatics. Who did acrobatics? Who did acrobatics? Now, now I coach it. Right. So now you coach it. Yeah. What do people mostly misunderstand about that? Oh, they don't get it. People don't get it. So what? When, when you say they don't, get, <laughs> they don't get it, what, what do you mean by they don't get it? Okay. So there's there, there's three things that usually happen. Usually when people see me, they're like, oh, football coach. Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. that makes sense. When I'm like, no, acro, they're like, what? Because mm-hmm. I don't look like the standard uh-huh. uh, gym coach. Uh-huh. Um, another thing is people see me and they look at me and they think I'm a meathead. Right. 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 So like they don't like they don't allow me to express the science yeah because i fell in love with the science the physics of tumbling Mm -hmm. so when i'm teaching tumbling i'm starting at the bottom i'm working my way up to the top and Mm -hmm. i'm talking about how the forward roll turns into a front tuck Mm -hmm. or the backward roll turns to a back tuck Mm -hmm. or what a full is and how a full looks and you know how a moving body through space does this and people they don't really like they don't like the science because when i come in they're like oh you're just a meathead flip what about the strength aspect of it do what do people misunderstand about the strength aspect of what you did when it came to acrobatics? Uh, they misunderstand how strong you have to physically. Yes, be. that's what. That's exactly yeah. what I'm getting at. Yeah. That's exactly. They, what they what I'm misunderstand how strong you physically have to be. So you know, and I tell people, you know, you know, like a lot of parents are coming. My daughter has a mental block, and I'm like, your daughter does not have a mental block. Your daughter is literally not strong enough to do that thing. Mm. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, <laughs> in, so in that, so so and that's. I really wanted to get to the fact that you know. A lot of people, like you said, would look at you and say, okay, you play football. Yeah. Me that yeah, you, job. You you hit people for a living. Yeah, I hit them. Like, <laughs> like you're like, nah, I do. I, I do I this. Gymnastics. Yeah. I and do they're this. like, no, nah. Nah. Do you have any stories about that? About people seeing you in. Oh, in, I mean, but that happens all the time. Jobs. How, do you, how do you deal with that? Um, I mean, at first it was annoying. At first it. At first, it kind of hurt my feelings, you mm. know what I'm saying? Um, because, you know, I'm, a, I'm also an acrobatic choreographer. Yeah. So I take acrobats and I put them inside of dances with okay. my wife and mm-hmm. other dancers. And we put them on stage and we try to make those things pop. Yeah. Um, that's literally a big part of where our money comes from. Yeah. And when I tell people, like, yeah, I am creative and I can think like that, they're like, no. They just no. think you're, you're. They just, they're okay. like, no, 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 no. So a lot of times, and that's actually, uh, I'm not going to name names, but that's actually a problem I'm going through now where people are just looking at me as like, oh, flip them. And I'm like, no, let's let's really yeah. work yeah. this thing. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, yeah. if you let me do my job, it'll mm-hmm. it'll pay out. But yeah, they're like, no, just, <laughs> just pick them up and flip them. Wow. And I'm just like, come on. There's so much more. So, wow. So and if everything goes perfectly with you, you know, in acrobatics, what, what does that look like for you in 10 years? Uh, in 10 years, what do I hope to be doing? Yeah. All right. So in 10 years, if everything works out, I would like to, me and my wife, I would like us to be in like phase four of our studio, of okay. Somerville Dance Academy. So uh, phase four uh, would be our own place. All right. Yeah. So our own place. Uh, let, and we have our own place, but I'm saying like our own building. Right. Our own like. Right. This building right, in the middle people, of this field. People in Somerville know, yeah. you know, where Somerville Dance Academy is. Yeah, you know so where Somerville Dance Academy is. New Hampshire right. watching this. First of all, thank you, New Hampshire. I appreciate hey. <laughs> um, But, yeah. you know, just they have a building. We have a building. building. Yeah, we are. They're yeah, renting. Yeah, okay. we have a building. So I would like us to be in our very own building. Uh-huh. And from our very own building, um, I would like to have a very own building. I would like to be doing personal training on the side, and then I'd be like, like to write. What, what do you like about personal training? Uh, I like people's lives to change, man. Because I, I was fat. 
at one point in my life, um, I just got out of a really bad relationship. This was when my, I was a young, young guy, like 19, uh-huh. 20. Uh, just got out of a really, really terrible relationship. I mean, it was one of those, like, at the end of it, you was, like, in the shower crying. Like, <laughs> why would you do this to me? Like, <laughs> um, and, but uh, in that relationship, I had, like, swole up to, like, 300, like, 60-some-odd pounds. Wow. Yeah, uh-huh. rip rolling fat. Okay. Yeah, I was waddling when I was walking. <laughs> I had, like, triple chins and real That's bad. Right. Um, and, uh, you know, coming out of that and getting back into shape um, and just feeling that burst of confidence and how I could operate and move again and stuff like that. Um, I just like people's lives to be changed. Yeah. I, I like to see people, the look on people's face when they're like, dude, I ran a mile. Yeah. Dude, I did. I just did that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. or when you're like, dude, like, I can do this. Mm-hmm. Or when I have some of my clients do challenges with me. Mm-hmm. Like right now, we're doing a challenge, a thousand uh, jump rope a day. Okay. And when I have clients who do it, they're like, I didn't think I could do that. Yeah. And I did it. Yeah. Or I just had one client go, you know, I played with my daughter. I played with my kids. Yeah, yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. That's dope. Yeah. That's dope. So that's what I like about it. That, you, and, you know, shameless plug for me. Like, yeah. you're an amazing trainer. Thank like, you. Like, you do a great I, job. I, I try to. Uh, you do a great job of, of mixing things up, like, the stuff that people would normally think you're going to go to a training, you're going to lift all the weights. Mm-hmm. Like, nah, you, you make a point of it to not, not only make it, you know, where, you know, you're working your body, but you're also working your mind. And right. so much is going on that you, at the end of the work, you're like, dang. Yeah, I just what did I what did I even work today? <laughs> like you did lot. so many things. It's not like oh, today we're working lats. Right. Today we're working yeah. quads. Yeah. Today we're not like no, we're just gonna work. We're gonna work. You're gonna feel it right. tomorrow. I promise you. Yeah. will. But it's a whole body workout. That's a, it's a whole body workout. And once again, that like I said, that's one of the biggest problems I'm going through in right now. Uh, is that yeah, people like they are trying to like micromanage every little thing mm-hmm. and it's like if you just kind of let me do my thing mm-hmm. you'll get you'll get this you yeah know? and it's like calm down say wow okay so transition right mm. so like you said you're not just a meathead you're not just a dude who not just a meathead heavy thing yeah although you, i can lift heavy things yeah but though you can't lift <laughs> heavy things you're much more than someone who just lift mm-hmm. heavy things so your other endeavors you're right yeah i'm how a writer did, how did you get into writing ha <sighs> Writing, writing, writing. Okay, so this is like going back in like my history. Okay. So I've always been a writer, and that's what a lot of people don't know. So like, <laughs> I was actually telling somebody because not too long ago, uh, I was kind of, you know, telling people, hey, I'm gonna start writing. Yeah. But people don't know my past, mm-hmm. right? Like, like, there's like my wife, like somebody who I don't talk to anymore, mm-hmm. and then like my sister. Mm-hmm. Three people yeah. who, like know my past, uh-huh. like know where I come from. So when I tell people like I'm a writer, they assume like it's one of those things that I just woke up and it was like I want to write. Yeah. Nobody knows like that you were writing for. I've been like write. <laughs> my yeah. whole life I've been writing. Yeah. So uh, I started writing because uh, I have a my grandmother. Um, she was one of those people when I would ask her, "Hey, what does this mean?" or "What does this thing do?" She would go research. Yeah. So what I ended up doing was I would research everything. Mm-hmm. And she would write. She would tell me to write down my feelings and write down what I was going through. Yeah. And so, man, like, I mean, I was in fifth grade just writing. Like, mm-hmm. I'm talking like sonnets. Like, I'm talking like, bah, you know? Yeah. yeah. And through my middle school and high school uh, thing, I actually was uh, on the poetry circuit. That's going to freak you out okay. for the, um, the uh, teen talent for the Christian Turk churches. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. And I won nationals uh, three times. Okay. For poetry writing. Yeah, on the Christian circuit. Yeah, on the Christian circuit. On the Christian circuit, man. We're not gonna say the why that's ironic. 
I mean, we can. We can, talk. Uh, we can. We can. We, we can, can talk about it. We can talk about it. <laughs> but this will be a much longer podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but so 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 you got to writing, doing poetry. Yeah. Um, so yeah, always you, you had a love a love for writing. I just have a love of writing. I love to piece words together and make them hit and and do all that stuff. That was actually kind of like my hook in high school. Like yeah. when I was like interested in a girl, mm-hmm. I would like write her a quick little poem. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, well, I remember like it was this one guy I was super super interested in. And I wrote her poems all the time, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, I had a teacher who was a, a writer too, and I was explaining like what I was doing. And he was like, "That's a lot of poems you're writing her." And I go, "Yeah, because I love her, right?" And he goes, "No, <laughs> you don't love her." He was like, and he looked at me. He goes, "If a man writes a woman, uh, if a man writes a woman a sonnet, he loves her. If a man writes a woman three hundred sonnets, he loves writing sonnets. He loves writing sonnets. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. huh?" Oh, I think I love it. That's funny. Mm. That's funny. So that was like my hook in high school. Like, if I liked a girl, uh-huh. I give her a little poem. But they had like the wackest names. Like, yeah. it'd be like Black Panther, uh-huh. Black Butterfly. <laughs> this guy. There are girls out there right now who have Black Butterfly. Who have Black Butterfly? You know, so it's funny. If it's you funny. got Black Butterfly, please. I'm sorry. Email it to me. <laughs> I'm so Email sorry. me Black Butterfly and I'm posting it tomorrow. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm, posting it I'm sorry. So, so, so spinning that forward, like, because one thing that, that I think hasn't been made really clear yet is how well read you actually are. Like, yeah. you, when you start talking about things, like, you, you really, you yeah, people don't know you, that you've done an extensive amount right. of research. Of research, research. Yeah. Talking about. yeah uh, a lot of people don't know that. Yeah. It's, it's one of the things that I don't, because people look at me and they see this. Yeah. So they just like. Do you think? Do you think that's a, a subconscious thing? Like you, like it's something that you feel like you have to do because you are bigger. Like you have to prove how smart you are. No, I've never been that concerned about my smartness. Mm-hmm. Because you're pretty. You're really intelligent. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, I appreciate I mean, it. I I consider you a really smart guy, so I take that as a. I, super I appreciate that. Yeah. This, this is so different than it goes when we're working out. Yeah. For the <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, because then we're working, so now like fuck that. <laughs> Again, I, give a fuck I, about a nigga, like. I told y'all they would be cursing in this one. And it oh, happen. shit. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You got like a lot of like. I'm sorry. Somebody buzzed you to tell you you cursing? Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> Funny guy. I'm sorry. Hey, so this, this is just who he is. It's cool. It's cool. I, I promise. So, sorry. We're talking about your novel. Uh-huh. All right. So, so explain to them what your novel is about again. I'm sorry. Okay, love, cool. Love for sci-fi. No, 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 no. So, uh, yeah. So, it's a, a, a sci-fi novel. Um... Uh, dealing with a lot about religion. Okay. Dealing with a lot about religion. Our uh, religion is a, a, a study of mine. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so just if you would mix the Bible, the Quran, the Bhagavad Gita, the uh, X Men, Lord of the Rings, and uh, Star Wars. Okay. If you mix all that together, and like you know. Uh, threw like some dynamite in it. That would be what. That's my story. Okay. So, <laughs> so when when you when you think about sci-fi, mm-hmm. um, sci-fi why, fantasy, why choose that realm to write in? Because I get to be my most creative. Okay. Yeah. Like uh, anytime, like I'm doing like an an acro set mm-hmm. or an acro piece. You okay. know what I'm saying? All right. Uh, for like a studio or something like that, you'll notice like most of it is going to be like. In the realm of like science fiction. Okay. Yeah. Like my wife, my wife is all about like the dark stuff. Like she's like a kid is abducted, abducted and trapped in a car. Mm. Yeah. Let's make the back of a trunk and have her dancing in the trunk wrapped up. Uh huh. 
And I'm like, ew. When you're doing when you're doing your dance. Yeah, and I'm like, let's talk about somebody becoming an age or like. Yeah, yeah. like yeah, like what can we can we uh, do yeah. some happy stuff today? Why? Yeah. Nah. No, no, no. Mine can be dark. It'll just be fantastical. Fantastical. What's yeah. that mean? Fet- like fantasy. Uh yeah. where so it'd be like sprites? Yeah. Sprites, yeah, elves, woodland nymphs. That sucks. Yeah. That, no, that's how I rock though. Like that's, so, that's your jam. That's you my jam. But like a lot of people don't know that about me. Like a lot of people don't like once again. Like a lot of people don't know. Like I was the guy who like yeah I was big and I like to fight and I like to wrestle and I like to go with the girls and stuff like that. But yeah, like when nobody was around, I'd be over at my other friend's house who nobody knew about playing Dungeons and Dragons. Okay. Like, Word. So that's why. So that's why your writing leans towards that. No, no, no. My writing leans to that because I, I, that's all I read as a kid. So okay. like as a kid, I was. Uh, my grandma would always say, you know, read books of people who don't look like you, talk okay. like you, sound like you. All right. And so like as a kid, especially loving like fantasy and things like uh-huh. that, I was reading things like. The Xanth novels by Piers Anthony. Okay. Uh, one of my favorite authors is Douglas Adams, who wrote The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Yeah. Um, so those were the books that I was naturally drawn to. Mm-hmm. So as an adult, uh, when I write, this is what I naturally want to write about. I want to write about those fantasy things. Okay. Yeah. All right. So how how soon? How how far are you into your book? <laughs> I'm on. <laughs> Damn. Uh, I'm on page 650. Yeah, page 650. Yeah. How many pages do you want the book to be? I want it to be 300 pages. Okay, so you're yeah. 350 pages over. Yeah. There's a specific reason I'm asking this. Yeah. I'm not going to say why. Yeah. But yeah. when do you plan on having the book done so the people out there can read it? Oh, my God. I don't know. Well, we, it, it's so hard. Is it? It is. And I'll tell you why. Okay. It's, it's hard because... I work all the time. Like I work a lot, you know. You do. And you and do. so it's like by the time I get home, and and I can write, I just want to sleep. Mm. <laughs> or yeah. I just want to hang out with my wife, or I want to go to lunch. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I sometimes don't have the emotional energy to write because writing is a very emotional yeah. thing for me. Like yeah. when I'm writing, I'm not just like, and that's what we would understand. Like as a writer. I'm not just throwing words on a paper. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? It's just like when you're at doing acrobats, you're not just doing flips. There's, I'm not just flipping. There's, 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 there's a yeah. connection there, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, which is why I take it so serious. Mm-hmm. And so you got to understand that when I write it, and you can tell, like, I can show you two pages that I wrote, mm-hmm. and you'll see one that I was putting my all into it when I was just putting papers down. Yeah. And they don't even read the same. Yeah. Like, I've had people do it, and they're like, literally this one reads, like, Da 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 da. This one is like is a it's you know one of my one of my uh, uh, one of my readers beta readers read mm-hmm. it and he was like, dude, it literally feels like music when you write. Yeah, you yeah. know what I'm saying. Yeah, and I'm not trying to say like I'm uh, you know a Bach or something. You you Bach man. You know. Bach. Um, no, I want to be better than Bach. I'd be Mozart. I want to be better than Mozart. I want to be uh, Andrew. Uh, boom. Done and done. Like that? LeBron. Are you the first LeBron? Huh? <laughs> Instead of being the next exactly. Jordan, the first exactly. LeBron. Exactly. 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 So, so you want to, you, you're writing, you have the poetry. Uh, now, I need your Instagram page is actually loaded up with the, with your poetry, with your poetry in like image form. Uh, yeah. So I have a lot of images on my, on my writing Instagram, uh-huh. uh, that have to do with, uh, you know, really anything. So, yeah. yeah so it, it has a lot of, has some writing on it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I put a lot of my writing, like my story, on it. So I let people like get a bit of my story and mm-hmm. things like that. And you know, people read it and be like, "I didn't know you could do that." Low, low battery. Oh, okay. We good. We good. We good. We good. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, but people are like, I didn't know you could do that. And I'm like, yeah, you you have to pay attention, you know? Yeah? Yeah. So, so again, you're like an ogre. Yeah. Layers, man. I, there are layers to me, but people don't like layers. That That's one thing that I'm coming to find out in my artistic journey. Yeah, that people, people don't like layers? People hate layers. Mm. People despise layers. People want to place you in a box. Okay. You can never leave that box. Okay. And this is just exactly where you are. Right. You know you what I'm saying? You are where we need you to be. You're where, right where we need you to be. Mm. And so that works because, hey, I get a lot of money from that, you know? But then I think one of the main reasons why it's been so hard for people to accept me as a writer is because not the writer community, the writer community is like, oh, Andrew, one of us, love you. But like regular people in my life, when I'm like, yeah, I'm a writer, they're like, no, mm. no, no, mm. you you can't be a writer. Maybe I, I don't know. I don't. I, I I think I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. What? But it just no. I mean, I I think that people would accept you as a writer. I think they just need to see what you wrote. Um. That's fair. It's like if I said I was an acrobat. Yeah. He was like, yo, flip. Nah, I don't, don't be doing that. I got you. I don't be. I don't, but I, don't, I, don't, I don't flip in front of people. But but, but that's the thing. <laughs> I only flip in my room. Right. But it's it's a little different, right? Yeah. Because it's like if you told me right now you were an acrobat, I would be like, I would like to see a video or I'd like to yeah, see time. No, I'm not. Right? I'm not and that's, that's fine. That's fine. But I wouldn't immediately judge you right oh see that's the thing they're judging you like nah you're not a, you're not an acrobat well, that's what they would do yeah you're not an acrobat you can't flip right you know the videos you flipping right nah, i'm like yo i'm a writer videos. and people immediately are like yo you suck son you ain't no writer boy you whack they tell you what yeah like, you're right. and i'm like what <laughs> like <laughs> what like you need a new friend group. just read my stuff <laughs> you need a new friend group oh no these aren't even friends these are like people like out in the world and why are you talking to them no, i'm just saying then stop talking stop talking oh yeah no it's <laughs> So this this is how our workouts go. Yeah. <laughs> like Andrew said something. Yeah. Like, or I'll say, why are you doing that? Yeah. He's like, because. Yeah. Or I'll say a thing like anything. Anything. I'll, I'll say anything. Like I'll say blah 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 blah, and people go, "You're not smart. Don't say that." I'm like, <laughs> well, see, I don't think. See, I, see, I think to to mix up. I don't like what you said with you're not what you're saying is not bounded in truth and two different things or mm -hmm. that what you're saying isn't bounded in intelligence is two different things right and people conflate the two a lot of times right like so people do that a lot they, they they confuse the two and they make them to be one and the same when they're not and i know you have a lot of controversial you know outlooks on life i don't think i do i, I think you do i don't see do you notice that right now you said right now like no right now, uh, no that's, like right i'm not now, being I'm, controversial I'm to you're alley me whatever i'm trying to throw you an alley whatever. you're saying you're i have like, controversial. get that alley out i here. don't and have controversial team i don't have controversial thoughts about life okay cool go for it what do you mean go for it give me a thought why, why don't people why why do people why do others con conceive or perceive you to be controversial okay now that's a good question. People consider me to be controversial. I'm really good at these out. Because okay, for three reasons. Number one, I say things that everybody is thinking, but nobody wants to say. I say I think you say things that you think everybody is thinking. I'm telling you, I'm saying things. There's nothing. That, the, that, the things that I've said was controversial have been things that I've thought. Yeah, no, every, was like, you I'm know, what? I really wish I could say that. I'm telling Never. you, I say the things that people don't naturally okay, no, right, don't, don't want to say. All right. Number two, another reason why people why people think that I'm controversial is because of the way I say it. Okay. All right. So my wife says this a lot of times. My wife will say, baby, it's not the fact that you said it. Mm -hmm. It's how you said it. You can it. tell anybody anything you want as long as you know how to say it. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So I'm not going to be like, hey, man, 
I don't want to be your personal trainer anymore. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. I would say, hey dog, you wax son, get that out of here, baby. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a good Yeah, get that shit out of here. That's what you tell me. And people be like, oh, it's the same thing. <laughs> it's just, right? So it's the way I say it. Okay. And then number three, all of my thoughts are fully formed. Okay. You know, I one of the biggest things that I pride myself on is I try to make all my thoughts as rational and fully formed as possible. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people don't have fully formed thoughts. Yes, true. They will believe a thing or think a thing or do a thing, mm-hmm. and they've never actually said, sat down in a room by themselves and going, this is why I think, do, like, or I am this way. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. And so when you come to somebody like me, mm-hmm. who is, no, it, and you have to understand, it's not because I'm a special type of human. It's literally because for a long time I was by myself. Yeah. I was homeless. Yeah. And I'm not talking about I was in that one house that needed to be painted. No. I was literally on the street, mm-hmm. eating out of trash cans, sleeping in abandoned buildings, mm-hmm. homeless. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. I spent a lot of time by myself understanding why I thought and why I do things okay. that I do. Yeah. Does that make sense? It does. So when I come at people and I tell them, this is why I think about the thing, well, if you have a half-formed thought, and a person comes up and goes, "This is actually what how it is." Okay. You're going to you're not even going to listen to me. You're just going to go controversy, mm. and they, they don't listen to me. Nine times out of ten, when people actually sit and listen to me, you know what happens at the end? They go, "I agree with you," and I go, "Duh, yeah, oh, duh." That, that, I, don't, I, don't know. I promise you, nine times out of ten, ninety percent of the time. If my wife is on here, if my wife. Amanda Brunell, if you're on here, let them know. She, she's not on here right now. I mean, she may be Where's she at? Care. She's not on here right now. Baby! Okay. What? <laughs> she's, not, she's not on here. I don't think she's. <laughs> she's not. What's up, Serena? Hey, Jesse. Hey, Alkaline. What's up, everybody? Hey, doing, hey, doing. Hey, Mom. Um, so, yes, you, you know, the thing I always will say, and right now we're, we're just talking. Yeah, we're, we're just talking. We're we're yeah, um, you're very intelligent. Thank you. You're you're extremely intelligent. Thank you. Um, and and like you like I like I said earlier, you you make a point of it to have thought through things that you said, mm-hmm. and I think that you're oh, very strong. There's my wife right there. Oh, yeah, Baby, oh, hey, please well. tell this man <laughs> that when people actually when listen he, to when, me, when, when everyone they, everyone yeah, listens to him, when you say, listen right. to me and you don't just shove me aside, my wife says you have to calm down. I ain't calming down. <laughs> you're clipping this audio. You clipping audio. <laughs> If you want people to listen to this, you're going to have to talk a little quieter, buddy. My fault. All right. I'm tired of the world telling me to calm down. All right. No, but seriously. Yeah. So so I think that you really believe everything you say, which I do. is really important. I do. What I think also yeah. is you have no tolerance for people who think other than what you think. You think that? I think that. No. I'm good. I'm good with other thoughts. As long as those thoughts are fully formed. Okay. Okay. I'm, I'm, you can tell me right now that you believe that there's a pink, purple dinosaur that flies around. Okay. And as long as that's a fully formed thought, mm-hmm. I'll accept it. Yeah. I may not agree with you. Yeah. And I'll tell you I don't yeah. agree with you. Yeah. But I will accept it. But people do have the right. I can hear you. Stop screaming. <laughs> um, people have. See, my thing is always, and, and this is a discussion, a continuous no, no, discussion no, no, that we have. People have the right to believe whatever they want. Like they, they really, really do. They really, like, they really, really, really should. All, it all doesn't re- require a challenge. Yeah, but they really should. 
But they should. Because beliefs, man. beliefs, and silly things have led to wars. But you have see, led but, to starvation. But, have led but to, you just gave that. You just put a value on that. You just put a belief in silly things. Yes. When you add an adjective, you are adding a value to that thing. No, 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 As no, no. no. Say, believing in things that I don't believe to be true, or I don't believe to be logical. No, 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 no because truth be is an actual thing. Like you can actually prove that a thing is true or not. Your wife just said he's kind of right about that. Whatever. She talk about Whatever. You. Okay. Shout out to you, Amanda. Don't. Do I that. keep telling her we need to go to dinner, but he—I think he's afraid of this conversation. We happening. can go to dinner. We can do it now. I'm <laughs> ready. We can do it right now. <laughs> Turn the camera off. Go to dinner. Anyway, but that's—but that's—that's all I'm saying. But that's all I'm saying is that is that you have to leave people's room for them for them to have their like. Like to have their space to be them, because our beliefs I'm make okay our, our, our beliefs make us who we are. No, that's dumb. It's absolutely true. Your beliefs make you who you are. That's you dumb. are you are the man you are because of your belief system. Okay, I you was are. thinking I was thinking something different. But yeah, like I, I, am, I am the yeah, man yeah, 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 I give because you. of my belief system. But but what I'm saying is right. I, you have to respect the person. You do not have to respect the belief. Beliefs have no inherent. Uh, value of of respect attached to them. Okay, beliefs right. are just things that you made up. Mm. You get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. You just made up, and you'll find that even people who say, "I believe in this thing," mm -hmm. they don't actually believe in that thing. They've made so many concessions and so many regressions on that thing yeah. that by the time they get down to the end of it, they don't actually believe in the thing that they're telling you. Mm -hmm. They believe in some bastardized version of that thing. Ah, okay. See that, and I can get with that. That's, that's and that's they, all I'm that's saying. That's what they can get with. But see, but do you, do you realize? realize how I left the door open for finding middle ground as yeah. opposed to saying, nah, we disagree. We right. Don't. But you realize, but that's what most people do. When I say things, they'll go, nope. And then they'll just shut but the they, door. But they shouldn't. But because that, that's not how we grow. We don't grow like that. We don't learn like that. That's okay. I don't know mosquitoes. I hate mosquitoes what, so what much. What are you doing? What are you it's doing? It's a mosquito. I'm it sorry. has the right to live. No, it does not in my house. It that's does crazy. Not. But yeah, but absolutely, man. So 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 that's that's always my thing with anytime we have discussions. But we have really good discussions. If you want a trainer that's gonna talk you and give you stuff to think about when you leave, I'll grow you. He'll, yeah. He's, he's at least gonna challenge your thinking. Give me give me one controversial topic you think. You know the one. Which one? You the one. Which I don't know the one. God. God? Yes. God is the one. God is God, God is the one. That's our one. That's the one that we're just like, you know what? Well, we're gonna leave the one alone for a little while. We can take can we take five minutes? <laughs> can we take five minutes? We can do five minutes. <laughs> Go for it. Do you want to do five minutes? Well, present your present it to me. I don't have to present because you because the thing is you just know present like, it. I believe in God. Okay. God is something How is that? that I believe in. How is that? I end my show every week by saying God is everything without it, we are nothing. You can hear it one more because that's my thing. That's okay. my belief. I don't even understand what that means. That God is everything? Yeah. That means that God is the Alpha and the Creator. Alpha and Omega. Yeah. yeah. How, how do you prove yeah. that? You can't prove God. Okay. Okay. You shouldn't try to. So, how, how do we even know that God is a thing? I know that God is a thing because I believe in God. You, you believe in it, but how do you know that that's the a Bible. thing? The Bible. The Bible? Yeah. That's it? So you read a book and you just accepted everything That's in it? That's the one. That's crazy. That is crazy. That is crazy. Okay, cool. So how do you know atoms exist? How do you know atoms? Atoms. Atoms? Yeah. You seen an atom? No, but you Have can, you seen one? I have not seen an atom, but we can test have it. Have you seen air? Yeah, you can actually freeze air. You can actually freeze air and yeah. solidify it. Right. I've right. seen frozen air. Okay, cool. Yeah. And well, also, you, I can test. Time out. Time how out. do you know it's air? Because I've seen How do you know it's not something else? Because it's clearly air. No, you see a thing and then you call it air. Well, yeah, we assign names and values to things. Ah, we do, don't we? 
What does that even mean? You don't assign a value to a God. You just talk about to a God. what God I do you believe God. in? I believe in God. Which one? The one. Which one? I only believe in one God. Okay, there there have been ten thousand of them. I only believe in one though. Give me one. God. What does this God do? He does everything. That's wild that you're saying this. <laughs> that is a holy he did everything. He created the heavens and the earth. How do you know? Because the Bible told me. So you read a book. I read a book. The book made you feel all fluttery, and you decided to go. Fluttery? It clearly made no. you feel fluttery. It made me feel fluttery. This is crazy. I'm not. I'm not a crier in church. That that's crazy. That I'm that I'm not a crier. Can in you church. can can I see your God? Can he you show can't up? See my God. Can he show up and say you can hi? See the movements of my God. You look around you. Look. Everything. Look. Yeah, I see a desk. I see a iPad. I don't see I'm God. Here. I God. see I see Rajon. Yeah, God. No. Pretty sure it was Mr. and Mrs. Rajon who made you. No, my mom and dad. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Rajon. Oh, I don't. Or what? <laughs> <laughs> That'll be weird. Whatever. I, I'm saying you show me your God. But I don't have to. Show, but see, that's a thing. That, but that's that's that's, that's what I'm that's talking so, about. Andrew. That's so silly. That's <laughs> that, so silly. That's what I'm talking about. There's so much silliness here. See, see, you want him to feel the way you do about it. Hello. I would like you to feel. The way I won't though. That's crazy. I won't. That's the big controversial topic. That's that's our one. That's our one. That's our one. Pick a different one. No, I don't have another one. We you don't have pretty another much one. Agree almost everything else. Yeah, unless you could, unless I can see my man. I. But we don't have. But that's the thing. I no, know I don't have to see. But, but you, but you ready for this? I see God's half half the reason, him. and that's fine. But half the reason I do feel the way that I do is because when it comes to our people, uh -huh. we have been led on this idea of there is a God up there who's going to help us and do it. And yet our people are subjected to horrendous forms of poverty. Okay. Right. We are subjected to a modern day form of slavery in the uh -huh. form of the jail system. Uh -huh. We are subjected to low test scores. Literally, uh, we, we are tested as though we are stupid. Mm -hmm. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Okay. Uh, when I was a kid, they drugged me up on Ritalin. They, you know, instead of taking my natural energy and allowing it to flow as it would, they were like, oh, let's put them on little blue pills. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, we are, we're not allowed to be more. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Once again, when I tell people I'm a writer, they don't see me as writer. They just see me as a guy who can hit people. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. This is directly linked back to how we view black people in uh -huh. America. Yeah. You get what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. Now, black people in and of ourselves, we have been put on this thing and gone, just believe in God and pray. Mm. Right? Yeah. Just believe in God and pray. Hey, God guys, I'm recording. Sorry. Guys, I'm recording. Toya. Thank you. We, <laughs> but we, we have been, we, we've been, uh, we've been filled up on hope. Yeah. And hope has done nothing for the black community. Okay, all right, and all right. that's why I'm so against it. that. And I, but, and we've had that discussion where right. I, I definitely understand that part of it. Right. But I think that you're you're putting two completely separate issues together. I don't think that I am because the same the same way you can say, okay, these people believe in God, and because they and, and they have struggled, there are also people who are non-black that also believe in God. And then you won't put them in that same cool. group. Cool. I'm black. Uh, they ain't black. I worry about them. Uh, see, there it is. I'm worried about my. I want my people to be edified. I mm -hmm. want my people to be strengthened. I want my. I don't want it to be unusual when a little black child goes. I want to go to college and be a scientist. I don't want that to be an unusual thing. Right. And I don't want when I walk into place and I go. I'm a gymnastics coach. You, you're a gymnastics coach. Mm -hmm. Yes, a gymnastics coach looks. You know, you can be. 
not a small white woman right. and be a gymnastics. But again, that's not a religion thing. That's the stereotype. No, no, no. But those stereotypes stem from a certain place. It doesn't stem. It doesn't stem from religion. Nowhere in, what nowhere I, what in the Bible does it say what I'm saying, black what, men should be little. I'm out, I'm out, I'm out, I'm out. Should be what I'm ahead. saying. What I'm saying is that it all stems from a place. Uh-huh. And in America, right? Yeah. Black people have been shoved into these stereotypes. Okay. okay. Those stereotypes they come from a place, okay. and that place is generally when we were thought of as little more than animals. Okay. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. We were thought of as little more than cattle. We were thought of as little more than just forms of currency. So now, whenever we're trying to rise above that and be different and be better, you know, like I, I put a post on uh, Facebook not too long ago to when nowadays when people say, oh, that's the first black whatever. Okay. That's no measure of like, that's not a good thing. Yeah. We yeah. should not be in 2010 still going, oh, that's the first black. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. get what I'm saying? Yeah. But yeah. that all stems from this religious ideology of these types of people are lesser. Mm. So, again. Back to the Bible. There's nothing in the Bible that says these people are lesser. Really? Because the Bible is full of things that says these people are lesser. No, it's not. Really? Kill the Amalekites down to every man, woman, and child. That's and the, keep the female that, children right. who have never known a man right. by sleeping with right. them for yourself. What is that? That is not saying these you people are lesser. You know what? Can we just you. get on to another no, topic? No, because that's not saying that you are less than you. Are you serious? He committed genocide. So that was black people? No, but I'm saying like that's a very clear again, analogous form no, no, of saying that no, no, no amount of getting loud will change the fact that what you're no saying. No amount is, of getting loud is going to change the fact you're, you're com- wrong. You're combining two different issues and you're making them the same. Thing. No, 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 no. I'm saying that there's a very clear path where you're seeing that we can see that these people were considered lesser. It it's not a hop, skip, and a jump to see mm-hmm. this is why people would think this about black people or people of color in general. No. I one so. because one because the, the, the depictions in the Bible clearly state that a lot of people that people think were white in the Bible were not white. I'm not talking about Jesus white. was not white. No, in Je- the Bible. if Jesus existed, he was clearly a black man. Right, he clearly had dreads and he clearly smelled right. weed. And nobody thought this person's less than us. Yeah, no, other, no. Yes. Palm Sunday. Remember that. That was in the Bible. Yeah, but once again, you realize I just think the Bible is full of fantasy stories. But that's the thing. You, but see, that's the thing. You can't you can't use the Bible as the measuring stick of I'm talking and to you. Say, hold on, and then say and then say this fake book of book of fake stories is why the world is out as terrible as it is. You can't. I'm sorry, Amanda. <laughs> we I, I tried not to. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But we, we are gonna go on. But right, we'll go continue at the gym. Yeah, we'll continue at the gym. He's an amazing human being. <laughs> He's an amazing human being. This is really my dude. And even though the one thing I will say, you know, is though we disagree on that, like we disagree on the principles of that, and we can agree on the fact that we disagree there. And mm-hmm. it's always it's always a very respectful thing. And even right. that like that discussion never turns into like a I'm gonna fight rah, you, rah, I'm gonna rah, kill you. Yeah, rah, rah, rah kind of thing. It's just like t- two minds challenging right. one another. And I and I can enjoy right. that. That's witty banter that I enjoy, which is why I come back to the gym. Yeah. But but that's exactly that's where I fail with a lot of people because a lot of people, whenever I'm just like, ah, and I'm getting into the conversation, they're like, ah, big scary black man. Because they can't but a lot of people one can't hold their own in discussion. And that's fair. And that's and that's even if, if we're having a discussion about something as simple as mm-hmm. politics, right? Mm-hmm. I, I see I see you Jay. Um, if we talk, 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 talk about something as simple as politics, if we disagree, there are people who will not engage in discussion, but will instead sit back and fold their arms and just be like, right. 
locked in knowing there. Yeah. that they completely disagree with what I'm saying or just completely disagree with the points that are being made, but they don't have the verbiage, they don't have the communication skills to be able to say, I disagree with you, and here's how, without getting angry. But that's what I'm talking about, yes. those, those non-fully formed thoughts. Yes, yes. People just believe a thing or think a thing or go through life with a thing and they never actually uh, uh, grew that thing. Mm -hmm. They never actually birthed that thing into existence. Mm -hmm. So they're still, um, like I tell people all the time, I don't believe in traditions because all traditions are as old dead people telling me what to do. Okay. Right? I want to understand why I do a thing, why I think about a thing, and right. why I view a thing the way that I do. Okay. And most people have never done that. And I, what you said was so amazing because that's true. Most people will fold their arms yeah. and they'll never actually yeah. say, this is Just why I think. Think, think let's go ahead to 2016. So I, I want to have a, a, a small... 2016. 2016. What, what happened in 2016? The election of Donald Trump. Oh, so we go back to 2016, right? DJT. The, the reason people were so caught off guard uh -huh. was because you had two groups of people. Right. You had people who hated Donald Trump. Right. And then people who said nothing about Donald Trump. Right. And because those people were silent, the people who hate, hated Donald Trump were like, oh, everybody hates Donald Trump. Right. Nobody's speaking against. Nobody's speaking right. for him. Nobody's standing up for him. And then election day happened. Election day happened. And those quiet people got really loud. Yeah. And they spoke with their vote. Right. Because, but those same people now, they still can't have the discussion. Mm -hmm. They they can't justifiably have the discussion, I disagree with you, mm -hmm. and here's why, without getting loud and belligerent. Right. And it becoming something else. Right. And that's that's the problem with our nation. That's what I try to do with the show, which is why I'm really glad that you came mm -hmm. and we can have the discussion because we're having it in a way that, yeah, we completely disagree on something we both very, very strongly believe right. in. But I don't want to fight this dude. I love this man. This one of my, he's like one of my favorite people. Like, I rock with this guy. I rock with this guy. <laughs> right? But there's so many people that don't have that ability and don't have that skill. And even shows like this, you watch shows like Pardon the Interruption and right. First Take. and right. Like, they're set up for people to just yell and scream about the things they disagree about. When the truth is that we actually agree on probably 95% of the things on Earth. But didn't I say that? Yeah, yeah. 90% of yeah, things, yeah, yeah, people yeah, are going to agree yeah. with me. Yeah. And, and there are going to be some hard passes with anything. But especially politics, you know, but we've never taught people to understand mm. why they feel the way about things. Yeah. We've never taught people to to actually to actually take a moment and think about why they want those things. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And so what happens is you get a lot of people just uh, not parakeeting, but uh, parroting mm -hmm. with whatever mom or dad said yeah. or yeah. what yeah. cousin yeah. said. Yeah. But those aren't original mm -hmm. thoughts. And so when you challenge those thoughts, when you say, why do you, I can't tell you how many times where I, where somebody will tell me a thing and I'll say, why do you feel that way? And they like, yeah. I don't, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so that's what I'm talking about. You know, mm -hmm. you know, when we, even when we talk about something like, you know, Republican or Democrat, yeah. Yeah. I, I'm very, I, I strongly believe, and I could be wrong, you're mm -hmm. willing to disagree with mm -hmm. me, you can't disagree with me, mm -hmm. but I'm, I strongly think there are no real Republicans or real Democrats. What happens mm -hmm. is, You'll tell somebody a thing, and they'll run all the way into their corner as far as they can get. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Like, people are like, let's bring up a, a hard-hitting topic. Right. Abortion. Okay. You ready? Right. So you say, okay, do you believe in abortion? And people immediately go, no, don't kill a baby. Yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And then you have some people going, yeah, kill babies. <laughs> yeah. Or, but or, most people aren't like right, that, right? Most, yeah, most people are like. Most people are in the middle, and they're going, Let's figure out safe and healthy ways to have babies, yes, yes so yes, that babies can grow yes. up strong, happy, and whole, and we can keep on bringing good people into the world, right? Mm -hmm. So, 
my whole thing, right? Before we even have to have the talk of abortion, let's get our young women in a place where mentally, emotionally, and physically they're ready to bring life into the world, mm -hmm. where they don't even have to think about abortion. Mm -hmm. I feel like most people agree with that. Mm. But they hear with the word abortion and they immediately just run to either end. Yeah, I mean, and no one listens. I, I see we live we live in a world where people want to believe that we live in extremes. When yeah, we don't. Is, that we live in the middle. Like, yeah, I, we live I, in the gray, I'm a, man. I'm a big believer in the gray. Like, yeah. I, I don't believe in like, I don't believe in good and bad people. Yeah. I believe people are people if you make choices. This is yeah. something I, it's I, all I, about I talk perspective. to students all the time. Um, what is the topic, Melvina? We, we've been going on some we, different we've topics. Gone, <laughs> Right, we're not going back to the topic of because you're an evangelist, so I'm, I'm sure I know why somebody sent you here. We're not having that discussion right now, and we're not going to have that discussion. Oh, she an evangelist? <laughs> we're, we're not. Is she an evangelist? We can no, go. No, we're not going to. We're not going to go because I like uh, evangelist Melvina Robinson watching. And thank you so much for watching, and thank you everybody who's been watching tonight. Yes, we're, seriously, I appreciate you yeah, guys coming through. We're at eight oh nine, so we're gonna start to wrap up. Yeah, yeah. But, so, so. You you mentioned earlier, yeah. you know, that you care about, you know, black people. I do. And you'd like to see us as a whole. And when I say yes. about us, of course, we, we know that, you know, any disenfranchised group, um, we're going to need specific things to get out of yeah. where we are as a people. Yeah. Where do you see that coming from? Where, where do you see that elixir being to, to help African-Americans and disenfranchised people of all you know, backgrounds mm -hmm. getting out of the situations that they're in? Um, well, I think it's uh, with with anything you you have to start with the mind. Okay, you know what I'm saying. Um, you know what is it? If my body can conceive it, and my body can believe it, and I can achieve, achieve it, it. Yeah. all that. Um, I think especially with with black and brown people, we have been fed on a steady diet of you are not good enough. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, my wife is white, and one thing that shout out uh, to my wife. <laughs> uh, but one thing that <laughs> we we talked about a lot is the idea of beauty yeah right and how you know when we have our child we have children in the future we want to raise our child to not or our children to you know like give you a perfect example so white women say that guy is tall dark and handsome mm -hmm. i think of Idris Elba. okay they think of some tall white dude with dark hair yeah that's weird that's weird to me that's the weirdest thing yeah but you can't judge young black children by white standards of beauty. Yeah, yeah. Because if you judge a young black child by white standards of beauty, they'll never measure up. Mm -hmm. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And one mm -hmm. of the things black and brown people we have to stop doing is we have to stop judging ourselves mm -hmm. by white standards. Okay. So right. when I say get into the mind, you really have to get into the thing of why do I feel this way about myself? Why do I think about myself this way? You know, why do I why do I not value who I am as a person, yeah. right? So you start with the mind. Um, that, that's a powerful one, I think. Uh, another thing that we can easily do is, I think, um, understanding how the chips are stacked against you mm -hmm. or how the deck is stacked yeah. against you. <clears throat> yeah. You know, um, me and my wife are actually having this conversation today about how poor, we were on Sproul Avenue, uh, poor, that's a manufactured thing. Uh -huh. Being impoverished, that's not a... That's not a thing that just happens. Right, right. That was a thing that was created. Yeah, you yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah, um, yeah. And, I, and I brought the, the, the uh, I don't know if you guys knew this, but like two, three years ago, Wells Fargo took over $30 billion in overdraft each year. Mm -hmm. That legitimately means Wells Fargo found a way to get $30 billion from people who yeah, didn't have yeah, money. Yeah, yeah. You yeah, know, being yeah. impoverished is a, is, a, is, a, is a terrible thing. And I asked my wife this question. I said, do you believe that wealth is the eventual is the eventual outcome of hard work and ingenuity. 
And she goes, what do you mean? I go, if I work hard and if I'm smart, will I eventually be wealthy? And she goes, uh, she goes, well, yeah. Then every woman in Africa would be a billionaire. Mm. But Africa has been plundered, mm -hmm. raped, yeah. sabotaged on every single level. Yeah. So we can't grow that. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah. that's the thing. You have to realize you're a part of the system. Okay. And then you have to realize how we can get out. Okay. Make sense? Yeah. So you start with the mind. And then you start with the economics. You have to understand the economic portion of it, uh -huh. right? And then the third thing is we have to stop praising things that don't grow us as people. Okay. You know, yeah. young black boys and girls, you know, like I hate the fact that I still have friends I went to high school with who are still trying to become rappers. Okay. When these people could be amazing coaches, when these people could be amazing, uh, 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 <clears throat> you know, teachers, when these people could be amazing scientists, mm -hmm. but yet they're so busy trying to talk about how eight years ago they sold a bag of weed mm, but mm. they're trying to make it rhyme and, and hit hard yeah, yeah stop yeah like why do we value things that don't grow us as people yeah, yeah. you know what i'm saying yeah. and it's because of where we set our sights on and where we set our eyes on and i just think as people black and brown world over we can do something a little bit greater so fix your mind fix the way you think about yourself fix the economics and fix the things that were put in front of us yeah to to say this is where our value system is yeah at. okay you know? All right. Well, I love I love that man. Um, I love that. Thank you for this discussion. It's been really good. You gotta come back. Yeah, let's do it. You gotta come back. Yeah, we'll, we'll do this again. Yeah, and 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 we'll, maybe we'll bring Evangelist and Alvina. I mean, she could come on. No. Shorty could come. Hey, we gonna pray on that. Cause I'm there. I'll pray on it. You won't pray on it. I I'll will pray. not. I will pray on it. I will not. We'll pray on it. <laughs> I will not. <laughs> no. I, I will though. Not to not, I, I not this day and not I any other day. I break you all the time. You don't have to. But I do. But I do. That's what love is, man. That's what love is, man. Love love covers a multitude of sins. Please get that's out of the Bible. That. That's in the Bible. That's, that's <laughs> <laughs> all right. So where, where can they find you? They want to find you. Uh, if you want to find me, you can find me on uh, I'm uh, on Facebook, Andrew Burnell. You can also find me on the Real Andrew Stevens and um, uh, on my on my Facebook. Uh, I mean, excuse me, on my Instagram. So yeah, I mean, just check me out. Um, Real Andrew Stevens, uh, all lowercase on mm -hmm. Instagram, or that's my writing page. Um, the real Andrew Stevens, all lowercase, or all lowercase. That would be my other Instagram featuring my my work as an acro coach, um, and gymnastics coach, and personal trainer. And yet, man, if anybody is looking for a personal trainer, anybody just have a really good conversation with, yeah. look me up, man. Because I mean, I'm always willing and able. Yeah, definitely. And also, please don't forget to check out Somerville yeah, Dance Academy. Yeah, SomervilleDanceAcademy.com. Uh, it is directed by Amanda Burnell. She Shout out to a, Amanda. Yeah, she is an amazing dancer, a wonderful former performer, and she really cares about growing these yeah. children and putting kids out there to give them an option at life. You know, so many kids think, oh, I have to be this and I have to be this. And Amanda's like, you can be whatever you want. Yeah. And Somerville Dance Academy is a great place where a lot of people have just kind of found their voice. That's dope. Even if they're using their body, yeah. they found their voice through that. So please look up Somerville Dance and Academy. Are y'all accepting new kids? We are always year round. Somerville Dance Academy is accepting new kids, new talent. Um, and we are a competition studio. So if you come there, be ready to work, be ready to get on that stage and wear it, be ready to kill it. And he will cuss your kids. Don't say that. <laughs> <laughs> I will not. I, I want a lot. We want a lot. You won't. But anyway, thank you so much for joining us. Yeah, hey, we're gonna do this again for Definitely. sure. For yeah. sure, for sure. And I wanna thank every, every, everybody for watching tonight, man. 
Thank you for watching. Remember that the show is now split into two parts. Wednesdays at 7 p.m. I do my interviews with my local celebrities. And on Sundays at 7 is my is my normal show. I want to pause right here and say I'm probably going to be pausing on my Sunday shows for a while. Because I'm in grad school and it takes a lot of my time. And it's hard to plan for a show and do a show and edit a show. And get it out in a timely manner for you guys to watch. So, But the local celebrity spotlights are here to stay. I have, I have people booked all the way through May now. Through April now. So trust me, those are coming. Um, next week's local celebrity spotlight will shine on <laughs> Jeremiah Roberts. So Jeremiah Roberts, I gotta tell you about Jeremiah Roberts. Yeah. Jeremiah Roberts is a flat earther. What? And what? How? Watch next week to find no, out. No, no, no. <laughs> a flat earther in 2020. Flat earther. Who knows you can see the planets? Tune you can see the shadow. Tune in. Where do you think any eclipses come from? You gotta finish my read. <laughs> Tune in next week where we will discuss why he's a flat earther. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Religion. It's not, it's not religion. I promise you. I promise you it's not. I promise. I promise you it's not. Watch next week, I'm telling flat you. Flat earther. You're a flat earther. I'm real. No, no, I'm sorry. Jeez, man. Ah. If you're doing something in the community, yes. If you would like a light shine on, reach out to me on my website. That's www.realtalkwithrajan. That's www.realtalkwithrajan so we can discuss getting you on the show. This and all my shows, in addition to my Car Chronicle series, is now available for your listening pleasure via Apple, Google, Spotify, and any place you can find podcasts. Also, you can find on my website, www.realtalkwithrajan.com. If you'd like to be made aware, made aware of when I go live, because sometimes it is unscheduled, please be sure to click the follow or subscribe tab on the page and turn on the notifications so you'll know when something new is posted to the page. In the meantime, please follow me on social media to stay up to date on what's happening with Real Talk with Rajan. All you gotta do, wherever you go, any social media site, type in Real Talk Rajan, and I will pop up, I promise. Feel free to leave <laughs> comments, questions, and whatever else you'd like to say in the comment section of the message, se message section. I love reading your messages and getting the feedback, even if it's negative, because I don't want people to tell me how great I am. I want to be as great as I can possibly be, and I can only do that with honest feedback. I am currently accepting invitations for speaking event engagements and event hosting opportunities. If you'd like for me to speak at a host or event, you can request me via my website. You guessed it, www.realtalkwithrajan. Um, on that note, I am speaking at evening of prayer. Um, this Saturday at a Black History Month program. Shout out to my niece J. I'm Jaden James. I know Raphael James of Channel 5 News is also speaking. That's the big homie. And I'm really excited about it. Always remember, thank you, thank you, thank you again, man. Yep, exactly. So dope. Always remember in closing, God is everything and without him we are nothing. So never forget where your help comes from. And if a man doesn't stand for something, he's bound to fall for anything. Now that is real talk. I will see y'all next Wednesday. Peace.